rolling election night and not a creature was stirring not even a mouse <laughs> there's plenty of people fucking stirring right now even joe biden's up so much for the sleepy joe moniker right <laughs> it says here that he's going to make a statement shortly and i just assumed it was that he needs to go to bed everybody's getting pretty tired of this bullshit so before we get into this as always you can interact with us at cts terry on twitter or by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Fuck this. He's declaring victory. <laughs> so this is our election night, emergency election night podcast, because we got to talk about this stuff. People don't want to talk politics. We need to talk politics. Politics is who we are. We need to endorse who we are, and we are a political people. We are a democratic institution. We should all embrace this, and we should begin the divisive process that is having sensible conversations based on logic and reason. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just wish people would come from a place of, well, look, I'm really interested in your thing, but I need to look at my phone for a little bit while longer. Or I need to catch up on my criminal series that I'm really into right now or read my lusty romance novels. Put your fucking shit down, everybody. Join the democracy, join the engagement, join the discussion. Yes, you have the right to do nothing. Yes, you have the right to not say anything. But this is a democracy. This is a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick shout out to my new friend Rachel. Turns out she's my coworker, but she's also now a subscriber to our Spotify podcast. So we're happy about that. Oh, thank you, Rachel. Appreciate it. Yeah. So. T, how, how are you? Pulse check, temperature check. Fucking through the roof. I'm fucking pissed. I'm I'm just mm. I'm I'm fucking pissed. I even though things are looking somewhat good as of this recording, I I, I just I don't even know where to begin. I just my whole my whole thing now, the only thing that I'm really psyched up about and I would like to give a shout out to my cousin Danny for informing me about is rank choice voting. So I think mm. you and I discussed this while I was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's super cool and gives everybody an opportunity to vote with their heart but also know that their vote is going to count if it only comes down to the typical two candidates. So I think that that should be implemented in every state. And it would start to accelerate a lot of the things that we have previously discussed, such as term limits mm -hmm. and things of that nature. I believe Which I'm coming around on, by the way. I'm glad to hear that. I don't think the Supreme Court justices should be serving full life sentences, <laughs> right? I think maybe dial that back a little bit too. 
20 years, 30 years, something, Jesus. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he, Joe Biden literally came out and said, we're going to bed. <laughs> he is sleepy. He's the best choice that the electoral... So another thing we didn't mention is electoral college. None of this is perfect. I think a lot of us, when we're born... We just assume we're getting born into the best possible system and, and nothing. Else. I, I think what people fail to realize is all of this can evolve and change as we change and evolve. I don't think people realize that this process is a reflection of us as human beings. You are government. We are government. Government is not some boogeyman in the hills. And, and that's why I get so infuriated about all of this is people just don't seem to give a shit and let these people that are completely corrupt and immoral just take charge because everybody else is asleep at the wheel and too busy looking at their phones or fucking beating off on Snapchat or whatever. I'm so sick of this. Mm. It's not hard. So the way it's looking tonight is that you and I are going to bed tonight and we're not going to know who the president is. I am happy that you guys came through out there, the anti-Pennsylvania. Yeah, I... I'm kind of dumbfounded. We we legalized rec we marijuana is now legal in the state of Arizona. It happened. And it did. It did. So and I no longer have any concerns out so there when I come out. <laughs> you, you you never did. You just smoke way too much. <laughs> 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 but we are in the process of taxing the wealthy to make them pay for education and Arizona is slowly becoming a different place. And I couldn't be more proud of my state, but I can't help but know the history. Arizona tried to implement SB 1070. It was a state law that was overturned by the Supreme Court. It was ruled unconstitutional because it absolutely was unconstitutional. It was championed by Sheriff Joe Arpaio, and it required law enforcement to become immigration. And they could pull people over. And if they thought they were undocumented or even learned that they were undocumented, then they would have to take action. And that is something even police unions and police agencies were against. They did not want to do the federal government's job. At the end of the day, the federal government needs to handle immigration. That's their jurisdiction. And this seed of hate that SB 1070 was shrouded in, and, I, and I, I'm having a really interesting discussion about when can we call something white supremacy? I know some people will paint this brush as broad as possible. I am not one of those people, but as I understand, the the legislation was written not by Russell Pierce, who is the Arizona senator, but by an outfit out of Oklahoma with ties to some some white supremacists. <laughs> so that, that a lot of the legislation, a lot of these ideas that we have those seeds are planted in white supremacy. And I think there's an important distinction. We might pick it up and say, this is a great idea. We need to exclude whoever we want. But in reality, you're picking up something that that has the the blood of white supremacy or or the, that tinge of it. And that seed grew here in Arizona and has fired back and that allowed Joe Biden to win this state. That's where we're at in Arizona. We, are, we have now two senators who are Democrats. Mark Kelly beat Martha McSally tonight. And we have Kirsten Sinema who I used to knock on doors for <laughs> back in the day. And Mark Kelly is the astronaut. His wife, Gabrielle Giffords, was almost assassinated outside of a Safeway Tucson a number of years ago. She was a congresswoman, some idiot, Jared Loeffner or something like that, came out and tried to blow her brains out. It's a horrible, horrible story. 
Now her husband is the sitting senator. And Arizona's changing. Pennsylvania, not looking good. What the fuck happened in Erie County? I don't fucking know. It probably went red again, bro. I'm so disappointed. I. It looks like it's going Yeah. My only hope is that it doesn't matter. I'm so embarrassed for my community. I don't even know where to begin. I tried. I tried to convince as many people as I could. And I said, fuck everybody else. Because honestly, if you can continue to support this bullshit, then fuck you. I'm <laughs> that might isolate a couple of people or alienate them. But if you want to sit down and have a rational discussion about almost anything that he has done for the American people, we can go ahead. And you have to agree to the terms to not flip the table and walk out when facts are fucking presented to you and not just make up your own bullshit and fucking go off your opinion or what the fucking president tweeted the other night. You need to accept the facts that are fucking presented before you. And if you can still sit there and go to sleep at night, then that's on you. And whatever makes you happy, I don't want to get in the way of anybody's happiness. But if somebody else's happiness is infringing or stopping somebody else's pursuit of happiness, I have a fucking problem with that. That's not equality, and that's not what this fucking country was founded on. That idea of equality is what makes me think that Trump is wrong. So I've asked you this question before, T, when we were on the road. I, I kept asking, I said, what if Trump is right? What if we're wrong? What if Trump is actually correct, that there is a deep state cover-up? What if Trump supporters are right? What if there's an underground ring of child pedophilia? What if the elections are rigged? There are things what if that I am willing <laughs> to concede that he may be right on. For example, we have not taken the deep dive on the criminal reform legislation that was passed. There's probably some good things in there. There might be some things we disagree with, but... It's not like he was responsible for any of that, though, to be fair. Correct. But it happened on his watch, so he gets to put it on his fucking scoreboard, and we got to give him credit for it, right? We can't cherry pick just because we don't like the guy. And so if we're... Well, we did with Obama, so you know, <laughs> that's all right. No, 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 I get it. No, yes, you're right. We will not cherry pick. They can say that Obama didn't kill Osama bin Laden, you know, and they can say shit like that, right? And they'll, they'll say that he had no hand in the economic recovery that Trump got to benefit from. Correct. But you you and I are, are not going to do that. We're going to give Trump his credit for criminal justice reform because we're sensible, logical people. <laughs> and, and we have facts in front of us, like you said. And that's where it becomes such a challenge to even have a conversation with these people because they don't want to deal with that reality. And they won't even have a conversation to the point where you can give Trump his due credit because they already know that you're on the other side and therefore they don't want to hear anything you have to fucking say. They don't want to listen to fact. They don't want to listen to reason. And they don't want to listen to the fact that he called these countries shitholes. Can we look? There's got to be a list somewhere of all the offensive shit that he's done that people have just completely forgotten about. Two really good articles. They're the Atlantic. I love the Atlantic. And we'll, well, actually, let's post them. We'll post them on our site and through everything that we do. And yeah, we can do it. They, they do a give a, They do a fantastic rundown. I, and I just can't believe that somebody could sit by 
after that amount of jaw-dropping behavior and continue to say that he is fit to be president? Absolutely not. He does not belong in that position. I apologize if you don't like the tone that I take, but at some point, just take a step back from being a Republican. Take a step back from the abortion vote. Take a step back from the fucking Catholic vote and just look at what is going on. Okay? I'm registered Democrat. I don't give a fuck about the mm -hmm. Democrats. We've discussed this since the first episode of this show, that there is an illusion of choice. So I elected to take the lesser of two evils in the scenario that I am presented with currently. Until that changes, this is the reality that I have to accept. Just like I have to accept that guns are a reality. I hate guns. But there's nothing that I can do to change that reality at the moment besides try to persuade people towards my opinion. Obviously, we are not going to exist in a world without guns. I don't want to sound like I live in this false reality or have all these pipe dreams that I think are going to happen. I accept a lot of these realities. That doesn't mean I can't hope that we can grow towards some of these dreams. I think we're doing the right thing, though. We're engaging people, and it's, it's always remembering how we engage. I was surrounded on Halloween. My car was, they put one of those flags on it, which is the worst. Like, can we just stop with the flags already? But they, they adorned my lovely Prius with a Trump flag. And as the night went on and we got the jokes out and, and moved that on, we were able to finally have a conversation and learn that we were all sensible people. We all wanted the best, but we thought there were different ways to get there. And getting into someone's inherent values, if you can just, just talk to them as a human being and just learn a little bit why they feel what they feel, I think that's the best way to both understand people and, if necessary, help them understand why, they're, why their thinking needs to be challenged a different way. And again, it all, it all can be done respectfully. Yes, it can definitely we, be. We do walk around with a shield and a wall. Yeah. Yes, it can definitely be done without the fuck you tone, obviously. But when you bash your head up against a brick wall so many times and it doesn't get you anywhere with so many different people, I might add, they all seem to just have this inherent ignorance about them that I just cannot get over. How do you have a conversation with somebody like that? It's difficult. And as much as I've tried, I feel like this has been the best thing that we have done so far to address any of that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else just seems to want to fight at the moment, which makes everybody really anxious. And I just don't know. I don't know what to do. So obviously we do this to get our feelings and opinions out there. Whether anybody disagrees or agrees with them is up to them. But just think about other people. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a change. Somebody far less fortunate than yourself. Maybe more fortunate than yourself. But I try to think of the least of us when I vote. And try to vote for a better world for them. It's pretty obvious they're going to take care of the white guy, so I'm going to be all right. I'd rather everybody else get some fucking fair treatment, too. T, as a white guy, do you feel responsible for the evils of the past? Slavery, no reparations, Jim Crow, 
Do you know of any dirty great-grandfathers who were slave owners or... No, I don't believe that there's... I could be mistaken, but my mother's side of the family immigrated here early 20th century. So it would have been after the Civil War. Not sure about my father's side, but probably something similar. So I think we were here past that. Probably still, obviously, pre-Civil Rights. So who knows who said what. But personally, I don't... It's a difficult question because I obviously recognize that white people have committed a ton of atrocities, not only in this country, but across the entire world. We can go back to the imperial colonization by Britain. There is plenty that we've done all over the entire world that has been awful. And I recognize that being born into that, I might be labeled as one of those people and it's my responsibility to do everything that I can in my power to speak out in favor of those that might be marginalized by our society. If I am in a position of privilege, then I would like to use that to try to help those that are less fortunate. I always cringe. I always feel like I could be doing more. Like my effort in, you know, includes taking in a puppy, right. Or trying to educate young people. There's definitely, and honestly, I, I I think I think that's my part. I don't I don't know what else I can do. For now, you do what you can, and everybody just pitches in what they're comfortable with. So I think the fact that we're even contributing in a way like this is starting to show that we are connecting with some people, right? We got what 83, 83 people. <laughs> But those are people that we are connecting with now that we wouldn't have been connecting with in the past, correct? I think on a local level, absolutely. I think we're speaking to them. We're not – and I think that there's just a monopoly on entertainment. And unfortunately, no, I'm sorry. We're not Pod Save America. We're not Joe Rogan. We're not Bill Simmons. And we don't have the power that the mainstream media – who some people claim is fake, by the way. Yeah, we're all clinging to mainstream media tonight, aren't we? <laughs> oh boy, are we ever! <laughs> we're, we're fake news is is having a field day, and so, but we're 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 an alternative voice. I think we're a local voice. We're a community oriented voice, right? This is where we're real people. We're not are apparently apparently being a billionaire or going into public office. Uh, middle class and then coming out rich is is terrible for Biden and, and Trump <laughs> as far as shading their judgment. You and I, I'm the son of immigrants and you're the son of deeper immigrants, right? Yeah. And I, I, I really do believe that I know I've benefited from living here in this country. I know my parents have done well for themselves living in this country. I still have family abroad, and it's different. Their, their systems function differently. We're very lucky to be here. We are and privileged to be here. There's some of us that aren't, though, and we don't see it enough on a regular basis to speak about it correctly. I think that's an education flaw. I agree. There's a lot more that everybody could be educated on, and until we do something about it, and make sure that things like the 1776 Commission don't come to fruition, we are going to continue to face these same hurdles. It takes a lot to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, 
And I don't think people do it enough. They don't want to. They can't rationalize how somebody could think differently from them because most people think that they're right. Most of us inherently think all of our ideas are right. And that's what leads to all these disagreements and arguments on social media nowadays. But we need to remember that we have ears that we need to utilize and listen to other people. There is a lot that can be gleaned from just shutting up and listening to other people. I think I did a pretty good job, actually, last episode by keeping my goddamn mouth shut for a change. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we did, yeah, we did a good job. And I learned a lot. And that's what's important. And, and you opened up a lot, too. And the reason that I opened up is because I want people to be able to feel comfortable letting out their vulnerabilities. I want people to feel comfortable discussing their values, their morals. I'm willing to lay it all on the table. I'll sit here and say that I'm wrong about something or give Trump credit for something. I will admit that I've had my flaws, but I want you to be able to do the same. And I'll go ahead and share first if I have to. But it seems like more often than not, people are still too scared to have that discussion. And I don't really know what to fucking do with it. People are scared and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. And I think what irks me the most is, again, maybe my misunderstanding of how the religion they perceive to claim is the one that is all loving. And maybe I'm misunderstanding it. I'm also having a very interesting discussion with a close friend of mine about Islam and whether we should be able to deny their their immigration path strictly because they're Muslim and they're not able to assimilate in a manner that we would prefer. And that within Islam, there are many tenets that view women as less, that don't honor equal rights with women, that some horrible situations where honor killings are occurring. Again, this is not prevalent throughout, but it's, it's, a, it's a stain Obviously, what happened in France and Vienna over the last week or two here don't help either. And when things are done in the name of, obviously, but I think when it's done in the name of Christianity, it's not painted the same way. I don't believe it's it's stained in the same manner. And so I think white supremacy, for good or bad, <laughs> definitely for bad, right, seems to get a pass as, as not relevant. When I, when I think it is relevant, it's relevant in the ideology core that exists within this country that that still has hatred for the other. for and, it, and it's based on fear. You're absolutely right. It's based on fear. I know. And people not wanting to come to terms with what they're scared of or what they don't understand is why we are not progressing. And Muslims are afraid too. Like this, this, these people that are going out and killing in the name of, they're afraid. They're afraid of the other just as much. Absolutely. You and I have been fortunate, privileged, to interact with, with people all over the world, and we know how kind and giving this world is. I agree. 90% beautiful, 10% whack jobs, and somehow the whack jobs get the loudest megaphone in the room. It's because they fucking just yank it out of your hand and start fucking screaming. <laughs> so let's wrap up this episode. We will check back in on these results. If Michigan and Wisconsin both go to Biden... As they're expected, Biden can afford to lose Pennsylvania, but he's going to need to win Arizona and Nebraska's second congressional district. That would get Biden to exactly 270 electoral college votes. That's what it's going to come down to. All right. 
Maybe Georgia. <laughs> All right. We'll check back in on it in the morning. We have an episode of The Office lined up for Friday, I think, as usual. But we will be keeping close tabs on this. And until Friday, everybody hang tight. Try to relax. And you can interact with us on social media, as always, by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Or by going to Twitter and looking up my handle, at CTS Terry. Until then, keep trying to catch the sky.